it's not about deserving or not. It's about, am I stepping up in the areas of my life that I need to step up in? And you will never hit that exponential growth curve if you don't do this. You might be able to pull yourself out of a negative spiral and get to that kind of stale place. I've spent time in all those different ones, but now I've hit this growth spurt where I'm starting to get more opportunities coming my way than I can say yes to. And if you want that in your life, you need to step up. You need to step up in the ways that you're not currently stepping up in. What's up, my friend? I'm health expert Ted Rice. Today, I'm coming to you from Krung Teb, which is the Thai name for Bangkok, Thailand. Actually, the name is super long. Look it up on YouTube sometimes to listen to it pronounced correctly. It is. It takes about a minute to say the entire name of the city. It's really crazy. Anyway, having a great time here, just sipping on some organic dark chocolate mixed with cacao that I found in the grocery store close by. And uh, I need a haircut, but things are going crazy well. In fact, that's what we're going to talk about today is let's say that you're in a tough spot right now. Let's say that you've gone through something tough, like a divorce or a breakup or uh, got laid off, had a health issue, someone in your family or maybe a close friend had a problem. Whatever it is, we're going to talk about how you can pull yourself out of the downward spiral that ensues after something negative happens. We're also going to talk about the other side of that. Maybe you're a bit stuck. Maybe you're not really on a downward spiral, but you're not really in an upward spiral. And that's how things kind of work. You're either stuck in a rut or you're falling off a cliff or you are climbing a mountain. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So if that resonates with you, then you want to stick with me because I'm going to drop some serious knowledge. This is something I know a lot about. If you know about my story, I've been through a lot of tragedies in my life. I've walked through the depths, the fiery depths of hell and came out the other side and I'm living my best life, making more money than I've ever made living a better life than I've ever lived, helping more people than I've ever helped, and I've become a better person than I've ever been in my whole life. It's a win-win-win for everybody. Not just a win for me, but a win for everyone. And I want to talk about that a little bit. So if you're new to the show, what we usually talk about is health and fitness information, and I break down the science to help clear up the confusion on how to lose fat, prevent disease, and live a longer, healthier life. But I'll tell you, I'm becoming less interested in the scientific details of health. Now, I'm still going to do those interviews. I'm still going to have experts on here. But I'll tell you, some of you don't like them that much. I get some of these world-leaning experts. I see the stats. You guys drop off about 20 minutes. You're like, this guy is really smart, but he's boring. So I want to have more interesting, exciting conversations. And sometimes that's going to be health and fitness related, science related, or that's going to be life related because this is legendary life, not legendary health and fitness. And so if this is resonating with you and this is your first time listening, then you're in the right place because this show will change your life if you listen to it and apply what you learn. So let's talk about, well, let me, I'm going to tell you a little bit. 
So my whole thing is, you know, I grew up in a dysfunctional family like most people, right? My age, I'm 42, about to be 43. And while I was born into what you might say privilege, I had, uh, and I'm not talking about skin color here. I'm talking about education levels and things that are really more important than skin color, right? Resources and education, more important. I'd rather be, you know, Will Smith's kid than um, Bobby Joe and, and Billy Sue's kid out in the trailer park. And I, ho- I hope that doesn't offend anybody. Nothing wrong with trailer parks. I have some of my good friends grew up and, and made their way from that. But you, you know what I'm trying to say? Some down and out white folks who, you know, if you're born into that family, uh, it's going to be a struggle versus an African-American family who's doing quite well and educated. Maybe they deal with some racism, but uh, they're going to, whatever they have to deal with, way better than what Bobby Joe and Billy Sue's little honey boo-boo kid is going to have to deal with, all right? So what happened to me was I got into health and fitness after my brother was kidnapped and murdered when I was 19. And my brother was nine years old at the time. This is important to share with you because that was my downward spiral. Not that happened, but guess what then? Guess what happened? I went into a depression after that happened. So it wasn't like, oh man, my brother was murdered. Oh, okay. Well, just go on with my life. No, I went into a depression. And not only that, I dropped out of school. And not only that, my girlfriend at the time left me. So I was alone. And not only that, my friends didn't want to hang out with me. It was just downward spiral. It wasn't a slow decline. It was falling off a cliff, headed towards ground hard and going to hit hard. That's where I came from. And even though I pulled it back together in 2013, my sister committed suicide and again, threw me down. But this time I I nearly got crushed. I, I fell off the cliff after all that happened with my brother. I nearly hit the ground so hard that, you know, I splattered everywhere, shattered everything inside of me. Metaphorically, of course, But who knows, maybe I would have tried to commit suicide eventually. I don't know. Now things changed and and I went in a different direction. But when my sister committed suicide at the end of 2013, I knew what was coming, the downward spiral. And of course, the depression came. I I lost my sex drive. My wife and I were very passionate before, but now you lose your sex drive after something happens. You have no interest in it. For, I think, two months. I mean, I, I could probably ask her. She could probably, well, actually, it was one month, three weeks, and three days. She probably knows exactly how long because she didn't understand what was happening. But it's all physiological. And I spent the better part of that year, 2014, pulling myself together, working hard because I knew what could happen. And so I want to tell you right now, If you're in a negative spot, you have to avoid the spiral. You have to fight to avoid the spiral. We're going to talk about some things that you can do. But if you're in that spiral, you've got to get out of it. You've got to fight your way out of it. No matter what it is, your wife cheated on you, the divorce, the bankruptcy, lost your job, your boss is an asshole. And whatever it is, you must fight to pull yourself out of that spiral because it compounds and it compounds quickly. And before you know it, you are heading towards the ground at terminal velocity and about to hit so hard, 
you may never get up again. Or if you do, you're not going to be, it's not going to be, you're going to have, you'll probably live with something that you can't come back from. So that is what I worked on actually a year later after my sister's death or suicide, let's call it what it is, right? That's when Legendary Life got launched. Actually, it was a different name. I'm not going to even repeat it because it was a little silly. But those of you who know have been listening for a while. So that's what started everything. And Legendary Life provided the foundation for everything that happened afterwards that's good in my life. So let's talk about this. If you're in that downward spiral, what's the first thing that you should do? The easiest way to do things, the easiest thing that you can do is to, number one, focus on your health. And what, what do I mean by that? I, I, I'm not talking about go, go to the gym, do three sets of pull-ups and then three sets of run. No. First thing in the morning, get some sun. If you're in a place right now that doesn't have any light, buy yourself a sad lamp seasonal affective disorder lamp, get some sun. You need to get some light. And if you're in an area right now, if you live in an area right now, you probably, uh, that isn't good weather. You probably notice that your mood kind of doesn't get so good during the winter because the shorter days, the, the less sunlight. There's even a theory in the book, a hypothesis actually, if we're going to be correct here, in the book, Younger Next Year, that says depression is normal. It's a normal part. It's a survival mechanism. So what happens? Well, summertime is when there's food growing. And if there's food growing, there's animals eating the food. And then so human beings are out hunting the animals and gathering the the bountiful, plentiful uh, nuts, berries, and other things. Everything's good. You're exercising to make sure all that stuff happens. But as winter comes, the vegetation dies, the animals disappear. There's less to eat. There's less light. So your body starts to get depressed. It's natural. It seems to be natural, a natural response. Maybe not everyone gets it, but it seems that those more north of the equator, the more north of the equator that you go, the worse seasonal affective disorder gets. So it's this seasonal depression. So the first thing I want you to do is start to realize what's happening. And maybe things in your life are good. This is important as well. You've got to get light on your body, in your face. So if you live in a place like I do, I live in Bangkok at the moment. I'll be going to Vero Beach very soon. Lots of sun all the time. If not, get a sad lamp. Make sure you shine it on yourself in the morning. Follow the directions. I've never used a sad lamp before, but I um, I had a client, a one-on-one client who I who recently got one, he said that it helps. You've got to do that. Get yourself some light. Get yourself some exercise. Doesn't have to be much, but you've got to do something. Doesn't need to be the complicated stuff we talk about sometimes or you know the strength coaches, but you've got to get something. And I'll tell you a secret. Aerobic exercise is the key to brain health, not lifting weights. So if you want to boost your brain function, boost your mood, do aerobic exercise isn't great for fat loss. We're not talking about that. We're talking about how to pull out of a downward spiral. So that's what we're talking about. Aerobic exercise is the best for your brain. The next thing that we can do that's kind of easy is we can look at the messages that are going in our mind. 
Now you're here on listening to Legendary Live Podcast. And I want to ask you, why do you keep coming back to this? Obviously, because it makes you feel a certain way. And I do my best to make you feel good, to inspire you, to pump you up, to motivate you, to give you energy, to give you positivity. Because when you come and hear that, it helps buffer you against all the negative people (laughs) and all the negative news that gets thrown in your face on the daily. But I want to tell you this. If you're a person who's spending too much time on social media arguing about politics, arguing about stuff, you're wasting your time and it's making your mood negative. You can look at everything. Is this adding to my life or subtracting from my life? Arguments on social media don't move the needle. Nobody votes differently. Nobody does anything. It gives you the illusion of taking action. It's the illusion of being productive and doing something meaningful and taking a stand. But really, it's a bunch of fucking bullshit because nobody does anything different. You don't win arguments on social media. You just look better, right? You just, oh, okay. Oh, look at that comment. You know how it is. We all get sucked into it. Come on. I, I don't argue on social media. I just don't have the time anymore. But if you're getting into sucked into that type of stuff or getting sucked into watching the news and you're not watching the financial news, but you're watching like, I don't know, watching, you know, Fox News talking about how all the lefts, lefties are ruining the country or you're watching CNN talking about all the righties are ruining the country. Listen, that is nonsense talk. What's ruining the country is people watching that stuff instead of stepping up and taking action in their life. So easy to point the finger, but the antidote to everything that you don't like in society is you stepping up and taking care of yourself and spending your time on the right things. I can't emphasize that enough. So make sure you brainwash your, I call this brainwashing yourself for success. The only things, look, we we intellectualize things. We talk about why this is important or that's important or important issues. What it really comes down to, though, is, is this making my mood positive and making me a a happy, productive person that gets shit done or a person who's depressed and uh, only thinks about all the negative things that are going on in the world and it takes away from you being the best parent, the best employee, the best business owner, the best entrepreneur, the best uh, you, the best husband, the best wife you can be. Get to the truth and forget the other BS because that's all it is. So brainwash yourself for success. Listen to this podcast, binge on it. Listen to other ones, binge on it. Make sure you brainwash yourself for success. That's what successful people do. And I mean, not just financial success. I mean, people who not only make money, but have their good relationships with their partners and with their children and and add to the community. That's what they do. So you want to be successful? Start acting like one. Because that's the only difference between A non-successful person and a successful person is the mindset and actions that they take. So another thing that is arguably even more important than the news that you're watching is choose your friends wisely. Love your family, as Peter Sage, my friend says, love your family, but choose your friends. And one thing he said in his London Real interview that I just watched, re-watched recently, he said, listen, If you're hanging out with nine people who are eating Kentucky Fried Chicken and uh, watching football and drinking beer or watching soap operas or Real Housewives and getting drunk 
and, uh, you know, complaining about how they don't like their bodies and complaining about politics, you're going to be the 10th. If you are hanging out with nine people who are talking about, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to uh, step up in this way, step up in that way? How are we going to do this? Uh, you know, let's go exercise together. Let's go eat healthy together. Let's go spend family time together. Let's go do fun things together. Let's have good experiences. Let's go feed the homeless. Let's go, uh, you know, uh, to the soup kitchen and feed the homeless for a night. Let's go give gifts to less people less fortunate. If you're hanging out with that crowd, guess what? You're going to be the 10th. So every time you choose to hang out with people, you rise to or lower yourself to the expectations of your peer group. Every single person, you let me tell you something. I am ruthlessly, a ru- not ruthlessly, ruthless when it comes to hanging out with who I hang out with. And I won't hang out with certain people. I won't put up with certain behavior. I'll tell you about my dad some other time, but I worked hard to get him to step up because when you're, if you're dealing with a person who's like, life sucks and you're like, no, life's good. That's a battle of frames. Who wins, right? Who wins? And for me, I win or I go away or I get you out of my life. Life is either good or you get out of my life, right? That's the standard that I have. And I want to be clear about this. And I don't want this to be misunderstood because I complain, I vent, I have bad days. I have days where I'm less awesome than I should be. But at the end of the day, I have more of those positive days than I have the negative ones. And it's through purposeful action and intention and choosing what I spend my time with and who I spend my time with wisely. And you can do that too. And the more you put these things together, the more you're going to pull out of a bad situation or even get out of, say, kind of a stale situation and start to rise up to higher levels. And just to give you an example of how I've I've recently just sprung into action, like I've recently hit a stride that I've never hit before in my life. And I want to share a little bit about what I'm doing. So the first thing is that, and I've never shared this before, but Giselle and I have had some relationship issues, right? She, we're both, we live together, we work together, we stress out together. I mean, imagine if you're in a relationship, imagine being with your partner all the time. You live with them, you work with them, and you work from home, so you're just always around each other. Think that might cause some, uh, <laughs> some problems to happen, some arguments? especially when you're in the same business. So we've started working with some people to help us. On a deeper note, I want to share this with you. I started working with a trauma therapist. I'm going to share more about that on a different podcast because I don't want to go into it today. But I started working with a trauma therapist. I'm working with someone to help me in my relationships, that guy that I told you about at the beginning with with Giselle. I just hired someone to uh, work with me on social media. That's not the person we hired as part of the team. This is a consultant that I've hired. We also hired a consultant for Facebook ads. We also, you know, we're hiring people. We're investing our money. 
So I'm not buying, I don't, I'm not buying new screen TV, big screen TVs. I'm not buying a new car. I'm not buying those things. I'm not investing in, actually, I do have to get more pants because my pants are falling off my ass right now because uh, I've lost so much body fat. I'm like, I have veins on my abs right now. That's how lean I am. Go to my social media if you don't believe me. Go to Instagram or uh, Facebook, wherever. Twitter. I put up some photos on Twitter. We're going to really, this marketer that we've hired, really going to help us step up. This new team member can't wait. They're going to help us so much. And so here's the thing. The level of success that you're experiencing and the experience of life that you're experiencing, the relationships, how people treat you. We always, haven't you ever wanted, I mean, I don't know about you, but I always wanted people to treat me better. Like, why, why don't people treat me better? I want to be treated better. I mean, I'm a good person. I care about people. I want to be treated better. I think I, I deserve it. And now I, I still feel that way. But what I realize is it's not about deserving or not. It's about, am I stepping up in the areas of my life that I need to step up in? And you will never hit that exponential growth curve. If you don't do this, you might be able to pull yourself out of a negative spiral and get to that kind of stale place. I've spent time in all those different ones, but now I've hit this growth spurt where I'm starting to get more opportunities coming my way than I can say yes to. And if you want that in your life, you need to step up. You need to step up in the ways that you're not currently stepping up in. And I want to give you a quote that can help guide you. Joseph Campbell says, the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. I'm going to repeat that again. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. And the treasure in this case is the experience of life that you long for, that you long to have. The relationships, really, because I believe we're all here it's all about the connections with one another. And everything that we do is really all about that. But let's go back to this idea that the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. That means every idea that you come up with that you're comfortable with doing will not work. And every idea that you come up with doing that you're uncomfortable with and it scares you a little bit, that's where the growth is. And let's not be silly here. I'm not saying, well, I could open up a crocodile's mouth and put my head in it. Like that's one of the things they do in Thailand. They have these crocodile shows. I've never been to one. Probably won't go to one either. For some reason, I'm just like, eh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't want to see that poor dude get hurt uh, if that crocodile, you know, snaps on his head. Anyway, so I'm not talking about silly stuff where there's a rational fear like, oh, go dive with great white sharks with a chunk of meat attached to your ankle. I'm not talking about stupid stuff. I'm talking about, oh, I watch too much porn because my relationship is messed up and I probably need a therapist or a relationship expert to help me deal with my situation. Or I am playing small at work. I'm getting bullied and bossed around and I'm afraid to speak up about it. And I'm afraid to even seek help about it. And then the last thing I'll say is maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your health. Maybe 
you don't feel good because what you see in the mirror, or maybe you don't feel good because you what you see in the mirror, but also your energy levels. And you know that even though you're quote unquote doing eating clean and working out, there's something not right. Because if there was, then you wouldn't have so much body fat on you. And that's the truth. And if that's what you're interested in, and if you resonate with my message, if you resonate with what we're up to at Legendary Life, because it's a team of people now. It's not just me. It's not just me and Giselle and I. It's a team of people. If you resonate with what we're up to, now's the time to take action. If you've been listening and it's been like, you know... I want to join the coaching. I've seen the before and afters. I've watched the masterclass, but I'm just, you know, I just, oh, you know, taking action. Uh, Are you ready to cross the bridge of fear? Because nobody can do that for you. Nobody can pick you up and carry you across it. So if you're waiting for someone to save you, let me save you some time and tell you there ain't no one coming. There's no one coming to save you. That's a journey you have to walk on your own. And if you're ready to do that, if you're ready to cross that bridge of fear and really commit, really commit to yourself instead of your excuses. Oh gosh, so many excuses. I have a client right now, Karen, shout out to you. Karen, she's 56 years old with everything that comes with that. She's hypothyroidism. She has hypothyroidism, taking medication for it. And she had all these beliefs about how those were the things, her age, her her issues were stopping her from losing fat and getting into the best shape of her life. Guess what? In two months, she already hit her goal and she's still got a month left in the program. You're going to see her before and afters and you're going to hear from her too. Her life is different because she chose to commit to the chance. In fact, she told me when I interviewed her for the initial interview that I did, I think she had only been in the program for one month at the time, if you heard her testimonial. She said, you were my last hope. And even then, where she was skeptical, she didn't believe in it, and she struggled so much at the beginning, she stuck with it, and I stuck with her, and now she's past that place. She's living life on a different level. And if you're a woman and you're dealing with that, or if you're a man and you want to have some of the results like that, that you've heard on this podcast, if you want to crush it, it's time to take action. And if you feel like I'm the person to do that and you've been listening for a while, book a call with me, legendarylifeprogram.com slash apply. Now, If you've just been listening and you're like, whoa, what is this dude even talking about? Go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash free. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash free. And watch my masterclass. There's one for men. There's one for women. It'll teach you everything that you would need to know about my approach to see if you, you feel connected with it or not, if it resonates with you or not. Because if it doesn't resonate with you, no point in booking a call. But if it does, this program that we put together can change your life. And remember, you have the power to change your life. But it's up to you to take the action. Love you. Hope you enjoyed this Real Talk Friday. And I'll speak to you soon.